Hi, and welcome to the Circle of Film Podcast. I'm Ryan, and join me as we step into Ben is Back in today's review episode. I can show you the world. Just take a look through my eyes. First of all, Happy New Year. This is the first episode going that will be released uh, in 2019. And, um, you know, it's uh, it's always weird because most with most things, when you get to the, the next year, you can look back and say, uh, you know, this was the best music released in 2018. These were the best TV shows of 2018. And... You can kind of do that with movies, and some people can actually accurately do that when, you know, they're lucky enough to see a lot of awards movies early on. But the average person, and and even a lot of non-average moviegoers, don't get a chance to see everything until the end of January, sometimes even February, uh, because some of the bigger, best movies out there uh, aren't outside of New York and L.A., which is a shame, and yeah, I mean, I understand it from a business and awards standpoint, but again, it's a shame, and not not that Ben is Back is necessarily going to be one of those movies, but in general, when you're looking back on a year in movies, it takes a month or two of, of space to really know that you've had the opportunity to see all of them, and even then, there are still probably foreign films, that aren't available to a lot of people. So it's a process. It's a process. I, I still have a lot of films on my list I need to watch and, and I'm excited to see. Uh, you know, Shoplifters, If Beale Street Could Talk. Those are a couple of the big ones. But today that's that's not what we're talking about. Today we're going to talk about Ben is Back. Uh, I got to see that last night. Uh, I was very excited. It's only playing at the very latest time slot at my theater every day uh, on a, just one single showing and I I had heard plenty of good things about Ben is Back but it's a very similar thematic movie to uh, Beautiful Boy now I've done an episode on Beautiful Boy and Beautiful Boy has its good thing has its, has its good elements has its bad elements but the, the general premise there is it's about a father-son relationship while the son is dealing with uh, drug abuse and, and drug addiction. That is almost the same thing as Ben is Back, except replace father with mother. And I don't believe Ben is Back is necessarily based on a true story. But other than that, it is a mother-son relationship where the son is trying to recover from drug addiction and go. So, on that sense, you know, there are a lot of parallels you can draw, a lot of similarities. But I think Ben is Back veers in a very different direction. Because Beautiful Boy, even excluding the many flashbacks Beautiful Boy has, takes place over a long period of time. And Ben is Back takes place in a single night. Uh, or a single day, about 24-hour period. And I love that, that, I love the way that that device uh, kind of amplifies the 
consistent uh, uh, setbacks in a way that it doesn't when it, it's stretched out. You know, it, it's very different to say, oh, he's recovering and he relapsed. He's recovering, he relapsed, he's recovering, he relapsed over a period of, I don't know, three, five, ten years. But when you have 24 hours and you're like, oh, we believe, we trust this guy. Oh, we can't trust this guy. We trust this guy. We can't trust this guy. And that fluctuates, you know, from hour to hour throughout this 24 hour period. You know, you, you, it really puts you in the mindset of Julia Roberts as the mom, you know, where she wants so desperately, so desperately to have her son back, so desperately to believe that he's better, so desperately to believe that he's clean. And, then something maybe not so great happens. Uh, and so all of a sudden she can't believe him. But then they get, you know, more, they, they get a, cl- their bond strengthens and she's, you know, on his side and she really wants it to happen. And then, you know, more information comes to light. And, and that's kind of her entire story is struggling to accept him into her life and, and desiring to do so so greatly only to be met with just small hiccups along the way all these little question marks these these red flags being raised time and time and time again and the people around her her daughter uh, Lucas Hedges who plays the Ben uh, his her, Julie Roberts daughter Lucas Hedges brother uh, Ivy played by Catherine Newton uh, is is immediately skeptical and and remains skeptical the whole time about Ben. Uh, Courtney B. Vance, who plays Julie Roberts' husband uh, and Lucas Hedges, Ben is Ben's stepfather, skeptical whole time. Yeah, and yet Julie Roberts is like, yeah, but oh, but they said, he, oh, but he's so, you know, oh, look at him playing with the, the other kids, uh, you know, help, he's being helpful, he's, and watching it, part of you is thinking like, yeah, but she's just kind of making excuses, but I think, for, th- thanks to Robert's performance, and, and thanks to Peter Hedge's direction, I think the film gives you enough insight for the other half of the viewer to be thinking, I want to, you know, I want her to be happy, though. I want her to be right. I want him to be back and good and clean. And he tries to be. And he he, he strives to be. And yet, so often with films like this, with characters like Ben, we have seen instances where it's just pretending. You know, like, yeah, I'm just doing this for a few minutes and then I'm going to just kind of biding my time. I, I, you know, I've seen countless movies with a character exactly like that. And you see all the telltale signs in Lucas Hedges' Ben, in Ben is Back. And because of that, because you have such a, there's such a foundation of characters who claim to be clean, claim to be better, claim to be good, only to turn around and you know, shatter your, your expectations, you, you can't ever fully commit to him in that way. And I think that that only amplifies the, the tension between him and his mother throughout this film. I think it only enhances the, the relationship and, and colors and, and deepens 
the characters on display. Lucas Hedges uh, is really good as Ben. Uh, you know, he's been in some strong films this year, and this is maybe not the strongest film on on its own, but definitely one of my probably I think it's my favorite performance of his from this year. Uh, better than mid '90s. Uh, close to a boy erased. I I have to think about that a little longer, but very close to boy erased. He does great work in both of these films, and I think that just kind of trying to understand him and and recognize who he is and what his character is is tricky, because you know there will be a scene where. He has this strange reaction to something that we don't, as the viewer, understand fully. And you can't tell if that reaction is because he knows he's deceiving his family or if he knows he's being pulled back into the life he doesn't want to be in or if he, you know, there's so many permutations of it. And I think giving us that ambiguity from Lucas Hedges is very, very difficult and is a huge credit to his performance. I, you know, I, I found myself going back and forth, back and forth. Is he clean? Is he not clean? Does he want to be clean? Does he not want to be clean? Is he trying to help people? Is he trying to deceive them? And there were times where I'm like, yeah, but I, w- I would take that a step further. I was like, well, he is clean, but that does that mean he's good or, but is he good or bad? as a clean person or like he's not clean but is he good or bad as that and and you know you got to question deeper and deeper along that path and then down that ladder one of the things one of the things i really like outside of sort of the it's i guess it's more of a, a director's a direction and writing element aspect is there are a lot of sort of bombs dropped in this film uh and and i mean you know big reveals and a couple of them are treated as such um something is stolen at one point in the film and that is definitely given the weight that it deserves uh but then there are other parts that are kind of just glossed over and not even explicitly stated and i think you get to a point where there's so many of these instances so many of these eventualities so many of these issues that it really does show you how troubled ben's life was you know before you know years ago when he was you know deep into drugs and and that entire life but it, it it shows that the things that are elevated are the things that have to do with the people around Ben. The thing that was stolen doesn't just impact Ben. It impacts the whole family. Whereas many of the things that are glossed over just, just matter to Ben. Just effective, uh, just impacting Ben. And so for him... All of these things kind of 
flow together and 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 blend together until it's just and and he kind of repeats this same phrase throughout the film like everything is shit his life is shit he everything he touches turns to shit and that's kind of what we're presented with you know these things that maybe he didn't directly do but is partially mostly responsible for come up again and again and again these you know it's no coincidence that so many bad things happen when he returns home it's this ripple effect and he knows it's coming from him and whether or not it matters how much the blame is put on other people some of it's on him for all of these things and he's struggling to find a reason to to live with that find a reason to fix that and and find a reason that it's worth fixing I, I so wanted, I, I think Julia Roberts' character, Holly, his mom, she, at times, you know, especially in the very beginning, when she first sees Ben, when she first sees him, that he's come home, she's elated. She runs up to him, she's hugging him, she's touching his face. Is he really in front of her? Is he really home? Is he really there? And I, I you know, you can't help but, sympathize any any person who's had a relative a loved one a a friend who's been gone for a long period of time and has returned unexpectedly you know you have that initial elation of oh my goodness they're back oh my goodness they're here they're right in front of me i can touch them i can feel them and i i liked how for a significant chunk of the movie, maybe a third of it, maybe a little more, uh, Julie Roberts is pretty trusting. And I think what I what I like about that is it's flawed, right? Because you've got Catherine Newton as Ivy, Ben's sister, who's immediately untrusting. You've got Courtney B. Vance, stepfather, untrusting. You know, one of the f- the first thing Ivy does when she sees that Ben is back hmm, is text her stepfather and tell him to come home. She's scared. She's concerned. She's afraid. She's worried. Courtney B. Vance is more concerned for you know his wife and and her well-being and her mental state given what's going on then he is happy that Ben's back and all all Julie Roberts wants all all her his mom wants is for Ben to be safe and happy and okay and he and she she kind of has to you get the sense that she's realized 
with him going to rehab and, and trying to get clean and all this sort of stuff that she's not enough. She can't do this herself. And she and then when he shows up, it kind of feels like now she can do it again. When he's in front of her, when he's next to her, she can make everything bad go away. She can fix all the problems. She can protect him. And part of the her arc in this film and, and part of her story is realizing that that's not true. That it doesn't matter how close she is to him. It doesn't matter how much of a watchful eye she has over him. Uh, she can't, cannot, cannot protect him completely. And that's... A, a, I think every parent hits that point where they realize that that's the case. And it happens earlier in some than others, but you get to that point and it's 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 a you know, it's a bucket of cold water right over your head and it really startles you out of the reality you thought you were in. The half of the movie uh, takes place, so so parts of the movie are, are, you know, the whole family, everyone kind of adjusting and and growing accustomed to Ben being back. And the second half of the movie is pretty much just Julia Roberts and Lucas Hedges. Uh, They interact with a couple of other people throughout the second half, but it's largely just the two of them. Uh, Even... Even if together or apart, uh, the story definitely boils it down to just their relationship and who they and their characters. Until we get and and when we get to the ending, you know, I, I didn't really enjoy, not not enjoy. Enjoy is the wrong word. I I didn't think the ending of Beautiful Boy, and what ultimately happens to Chalamet. Uh, even whether whether that's what's physically shown on the screen or whether that's the title card that came up at the end, I didn't think either of those was satisfying from the story that we had been shown. In Ben is Back, the ending... I don't know, you know, like, you you you... When, when a film is about, is this person one way or another for much of it, I think kind of subconsciously you're thinking, well, if it's, th- if it's this way, does that, is that good? Is that, is that what I want to, it to be? And then you th- consider, well, if it's that way, is that more dramatic? Is that, does that make me feel better? Does that feel, make me feel more rewarded for this story? And... I don't think the ending is, is anything particularly special. It, it it's telegraphed and and you know the 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 pieces are all there to to put it together quite earlier, many you know probably half an hour before the ending happens. But 
I did appreciate where the where the film went. I appreciated the direction it took at the end because I I don't think it played it quote unquote safe, uh, and I, I but I also don't think it went you know incredibly daring and and didn't risk a lot with the ending. I think it was very it towed the line and as much as i prefer when things go riskier when things are a little more questioning questionable i was fine with this because i think so much of the earlier two-thirds of the movie really works and and puts gives gives you such clarification about who these characters are uh by the point by the time we get to the end that even if the ending is a little safe it's still you know even you know if it's not risky you know in the middle of that line that you're still on board with it that you're still in the moment and in the story and with those characters it's a very abrupt ending the the fade to black is very abrupt and i was kind of like oh is this is this the choice to end the film here? And I kind of liked it. I think, you know, you keep going from that moment and you're just kind of uh, diluting the, the film at that point. So I, I really I liked the, the fade to black at ending. But, yeah. Ben is back. Ben is back. Hmm. Um, that's, I don't know, that's kind of like, not, I don't want to get into too many spoilers. I like Julie Roberts a lot. I like Lucas Hedges a lot. Uh, there's a scene uh, in a church a little before halfway that is is just, I, I love that scene so much. Uh, actually, I really liked Catherine Newton as Ivy. Uh, she was in... She was the Leslie, uh, Leslie Mann, Leslie, yeah, Leslie Mann's daughter's char daughter character in Blockers earlier this year. Uh, she was in, she was the daughter in Three Billboards, Angela. Uh, she was in Lady Bird last year. Uh, I thought she was great. Uh, she has a very limited role, but I thought she was great. Um, Courtney, Courtney B. Vance, I, again, fairly limited role, but I thought he was strong. But it, it was a Hedges and Roberts. I mean, they're co-leads in the film. They, they both did fantastic. Uh, I thought they were absolutely great in this movie. And I thought I, I thought the movie was good. Again, I think a lot. Some of the movie is telegraphed in a way, and and some of it is. I don't know. It, it it's good. It's gonna be like a three star movie somewhere in the '60s for me when I finally put it into the spreadsheet. Um, I was t you know I'm I was right on that line between like high '60s low '70s for much of the film, and uh the ending kind of confirmed that it was a high 60s film for me and not a 70s film i needed a little more edge to it just to, just a touch uh but 
I, I did I did enjoy the film. I did like the film, and I, I think it's worth seeing. Worth seeing. It's only about ninety five minutes, which is nice. Uh, doesn't doesn't kill you to watch it again. I I think the twenty four hour time clock kind of thing uh, aids the film and and enhances it as a viewer for a viewer. But yeah, Ben is back. I liked Ben is back. It's a good movie. That being said, um, that's it though. I think that's it. Uh, so again, happy. 2019 everybody uh here's to greatness great great greatness uh update on the book i'm writing uh i was able to submit it to my publisher on time as a completed manuscript i imagine there will be revisions to be had uh, at a later point but for now i am in the clear and uh no pressure. So good news all around. Uh, I hope everyone had a great holiday and uh, watch more movies. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you would like to find more episodes, uh, you can find Circle of Film Podcast on most podcast networks. Uh, not all of them, but most of them. Or you can go to circleoffilm.com to find more episodes as well as a bunch of other information, including Top 10 lists, uh, spreadsheet stuff, Circle of Film Awards nominations, etc., etc. If you would like to follow me, you can find me on Twitter at Circle of Film. You can send uh, emails, circleoffilm at gmail.com, if about anything, on, uh, honestly, anything. Um, or you can find me on Letterboxd, uh, letterboxd.com slash Circle of Film, I think. I don't know if there's a user hyphen in there nope just letterbox.com slash circle of film uh or you can uh, support the show on patreon.com slash circle of film for as little as eight cents an episode and that's it though that's it that's all there is uh thank you again for listening and as always have a week so long I know she'll never leave me Even as she fades from view So long, farewell, I'll be to say adieu Nothing's really left or lost without a trace Nothing's gone forever, only out of place So long, farewell, oh, I'll be to say Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So long.